Thank you for tuning in to Shift the Plan podcast, where it is never too late to change the game. I'm your host, Rhonda Evans, and here we'll be listening to stories of the everyday woman. How life just, you know, brings you a little bit of obstacles, but what matters is what you do within the shift. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Shift the Plan Podcast. This episode I'm really excited about because since I have come across um, my guest today, she has been absolutely amazing in everything that she's done. The recipient of many, many awards since we've recorded this particular episode. But before we get started, I do want to acknowledge a review that we received on iTunes about um, the show that aired last week. So CC Boom says, amazingly inspiring interview. I love the interview with Simone Ogassier, the conversational style, the background studying Rhonda had done on her and all of her well-formed questions would definitely listen again. Thank you, Sissy Boom, for leaving a review. And you guys remember to please rate, review, um, and share our podcast. That is the only way that people will um, know that we are even out there (laughs) and that you'll be able to listen to um, all of our stories and let other people get to listen to these stories as well. But this episode is initially brought to you by Rhonda D. Evans Consulting. Um, If you don't know, this month is my birthday month. Okay, and I am huge on my birthday and the greatest gift that I can give back to you guys is a deal, a sale, some freebies, you know, hook y'all up. So if you are in the market for a new website, if you are a brand new business owner or a business owner who is looking to rebrand, definitely go to the link in my bio on Instagram at the Rhonda Evans and I can hook you up. (laughs) all the way until my birthday, which is July 22nd, you will receive 22% off my services for web design and brand strategy services. That is 22% off. Amazing, right? I know. Thank you. (laughs) But enter code 722 at checkout um, and you'll receive that 22% off. Also, if you are one of those individuals who need a website, not really looking to fully invest in a web designer or even brand strategy, but really want to know how to do it yourself, I am posting a free, yes, free um, tutorial on how to build your own website without having to use code. And of course, you know, there's going to be many, many other goodies in that free training. So go to the link in my bio again at the Rhonda Evans on Instagram. Um, and select the um, training for learning how to create your own website without code. This training will be held next Tuesday um, on the 16th, July the 16th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So go ahead, sign up for that, register for it um, for next week, get all of the goodies that I'm going to be giving away for you guys and also learn how you can work with me directly. Um, and yeah, get you a new website, you know, all the time. I'm not going to say all the time, but often (laughs) I go to individuals, uh, website links and it's either going to, um, some type of a 
Facebook page or a Poshmark or an Amazon store when you can have a fully functioning website that really displays your brand. And not everyone needs a whole full website that has multiple pages. Sometimes you just need a one pager and I can help you with that too. So again, click on the link in my bio at the Rhonda Evans is also in the show notes. Um, and I can hook you up with 22% off until my birthday. If not, just go ahead and join in on the class and learn how to create your own custom website yourself. Now, Let's go ahead and hop into this episode with our guest today. Well, thank you guys for another episode of Shift the Plan podcast. Today I am sitting down and I'm going to be all the way real with y'all for take two. <laughs> with Miss Jania Massey. Oh my gosh, if you guys do not know who she is, then you need to sit back, get your notepad out, and find out all about her um, because she is about to give you some real knowledge tonight. So, welcome to Shift the Plan, Jania. Oh my God, the pressure. <laughs> I know. Those <laughs> <laughs> you do, you do. You are like in all of the rooms that people want to be in, and you're saying all of the things and helping all of the right people. So, yes, you definitely have something to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, for our listeners who do not know who you are, let them know exactly who Jania Massey is. Oh, man. Well, I'm God's daughter. That's the the first mm-hmm. thing that I'm proud of for sure. Because Lord, mm-hmm. I give Him the praise for everything and all things. Mm-hmm. Um, and outside of that, I have been I've been a wardrobe stylist. Um, right now, I'm a community advocate, community leader. I'm executive director of two nonprofits. Um, I'm a daughter. I'm a friend. I'm, I feel like I'm a little bit of everything. Except for, you have the most important role. What's the most important role? The twerk captain. Oh gosh, how did I forget? I am twerk team captain. You I am the twerk team captain. I completely forgot. You know what? I have been twerk today. I've been like on the go, and I probably need to. I'm gonna twerk at the end of this. At the end of this, look, you gotta get one twerk in, and that's how you know you're having a good time when you're just shaking it off. Look, everything is coming together within that twerk. Within that twerk. And it's so funny because when people see me now, they're like, Yeah, you the twerk team captain. I'm like, Oh my God. Like, I have really branded that, huh? <laughs> look, just get you some shirts and say twerk team captain on it. I, you know what? I need to do that. Actually, my sister is texting me about getting some t shirts made. And I'm going to text her back and say, can I just have twerk team captain on mine? That's it. Yeah. That's all you need. Look, they're going to see twerk team captain. They're going to know exactly who it is. <laughs> right. This is me. This is me. So the last time, because yes, y'all, this is part two of our interview. Like, when, let me tell you, we had the best conversation the last time. Like, I literally went from being in the waiting room at um what because my father-in-law was having surgery to being in the car <laughs> mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. to going in my closet at home. Right. And like the conversation was so good. And guess what? It did not record. It lost. But you know what? I think the conversation was probably just for you, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it was. Some things, some conversations are just supposed to be for that person and not for others to hear. So yeah. It was not a waste at all. It wasn't. It wasn't. Because when I tell you, you got me fired up, I was like, okay, yes. We got to get some moving. I don't even remember what I said. God was talking to me, honey, because I don't remember what I said at all. I don't remember. I remember the comments because I actually, I think when we were talking, I was in Huga at a co-work share space. So it was late. So I was still working myself. So mm-hmm. it probably was what I was saying to you was what I needed for myself at the same time. And that's why I wanted you on here because when I tell you hard work and dedication with like zero excuses, it's like that is who you are. Like you're always out here working and you like whether you tired or not, whatever the circumstances is, whatever the shifts you have to make, you still doing it because you have a greater purpose for doing it. Right. So I love that about you. My feet hurt right now. So yes, I'm sitting here shaking my head like, girl. You don't even know it's been a long day. It's been a long day, but I am here and I'm grateful. Right. And I remember when I ain't have nothing on my schedule, so I shall not and I won't complain. Mm-mm. No. There ain't no reason to. Ain't no reason to. No. <laughs> but yes, you are really making some moves and some waves in the community and just showing people how they can easily raise money and how they're out here and give in the community and in more than one way. Like there's not just one way to do all of this. So where did mm-hmm. all of that interest spark? Like, cause you've been doing this for a long time. So <laughs> where did this yeah, spark? Like, yeah. Now when I think about it, Cause you know, everything is full circle, but I'm like, man, I, I came out my mama's vagina. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm doing know, this. Like, yeah. Like, it's just like, I came out that way. And I know a lot of that was because of how my mom raised me. She always like, we didn't have much, but always giving was a big important aspect mm-hmm. of me growing up. Like mm-hmm. I always remember volunteering. I always remember giving back or that being instilled to me at a very young age. But also in growing up, during the time, I never knew that there was a such thing as a career as nonprofit. Um, and part of that could have been my ignorance because I, I never really looked into it. But I mean, I just realized the other day that Google is only 30 years old. And, you know, I'm 34. Wow. So, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting here like, wait a minute, Google only 30. Wait a minute. You know, so thinking about just growing up in that age, a lot of things as, as I was growing up, you know, you only know what you see. And, um, and even if Google was available, it wasn't as much information as it is now. Like Mm -hmm. now, so many people can go for nonprofit management, get certificates. There's Mm -hmm. so many nonprofit classes, but during my era, I don't feel like I saw that everything Mm -hmm. was really, you know, of course go to college and, and, you know, I remember my mom telling me, you know, try to be in healthcare or try to be, you know, in banking because they'll never, you'll never go go out without a job, basically. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I can't go into banking because I, that thing, my thing. No, I'm good. <laughs> but I always, I went into biology. Mm-hmm. So 
in in me going into biology, you know, that's where I got my degree at Winston-Salem State. And then I remember being afraid, not afraid, but kind of ashamed of volunteering. I used to kind of care at one point what people thought about me. Mm-hmm. And I used to feel like people would always think I was like goody two-shoe because I would always, you know, want to do something positive. I would always mm-hmm. want to do something positive, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, if you cross me, I'll check you. <laughs> but I've always been like, let's keep things on a positive note. Let's try to give back. So I used to, you know, kind of feel that hate from other people growing up in high school. So then I would kind of suppress things that I would do and I would volunteer all the time. But then I started seeing that the people that volunteered that looked like me Mm -hmm. didn't, it wasn't the same people that we were serving. Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa, you know, where my other black folk, you know, where my people at? And it's not saying that we don't volunteer, but I realized suddenly and instantly that we volunteer in a different capacity. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm hand I'm in a soup kitchen and I'm handing a bowl of soup to someone that looks just like me. Mm-hmm. I barely saw someone that looked anything different. So mm-hmm. it started to make me think about how to serve in a capacity, how to give, and how to encourage other people to give. So that kind of birthed my first nonprofit, which is Philanthropy Circle 365, and it was really about how do we share the the gift of giving to other people. And to like, people always ask, oh, Janine, I know you're going to volunteer. Let me come with you. So I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. let me just create a platform so people want to volunteer all the time. And that has since snowballed into consulting grassroots organizations. And, Mm -hmm. you know, as my journey, as I continue to learn, I'm able to pour more into other people that want to do service and able to communicate ways to serve that are unique, but still show that we as a culture do give back and we give back well. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's that's pretty much how I, I landed into it. Um, now I feel like my current nonprofit, which is the Little Boss University, mm-hmm. which is a youth entrepreneurship program, I feel like that's very purpose purpose driven. Mm-hmm. That particular, if people ask me to describe the organization, I'm like, it's the program that I wanted for my younger self, and it's an accumulation of different things that I have experienced um, from upward bound to going to college, to being incorporated, to life experience, it's kind of like it's culminated into one organization. And it's just like, I'm like, oh my God, this is my purpose, you know? Mm -hmm. You know what? Somebody once asked me a question. They was like, you know, think about what your purpose is. Is it, think about something that you love to do that you would do and you wouldn't have to get paid for it. Yeah, I'm doing that now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm doing it now. I'm doing it and seriously because I'm I'm a I'm a founder and I'm an executive director, but my organization is from a grassroots point of view. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't realize, but I don't take a salary. And mm-hmm. part of that is by choice and part of that is because the program is not at a sustainable level yet to where I feel is sustainable for me mm-hmm. to take a salary. So I do other things as an entrepreneur to stay afloat. But mm-hmm. it is, I mean, the goal is to to be salary for my nonprofit. But in order to be salary for your nonprofit, you have to have a certain amount of cash flow. Yeah. And do I believe that we're going to get there? Absolutely. You know, yeah. I know it's coming. Um, I don't know when, but I know because of the work that I put in and how it's grown and how I see God, like anytime I feel discouraged. I feel like, oh my God, how are we going to make this work? Like a blessing has always dropped. Every day has been a blessing. Mm -hmm. Um, 
even the days that I've cried and be like, oh my God, you know, every day has always been a blessing. Every day has been something where a young girl will come up to me or randomly send me an email or somebody will just say something and I'll be like, oh my God, like, how did, how did you know I was about to pull my edges out? Like, how, you know? So, you know, in this season of confirmation, I have chosen to operate more in faith Mm. and I'll be vulnerable enough and say that last year I was operating in faith and fear Mm -hmm. and you can't do both. You can't operate in faith and fear. And if you're going to operate in both, you have to see the good of fear. You know, the the fear has to fuel you to success. And, Mm -hmm. um, but now I'm just focused on operating 100% in faith and constantly realizing that doors are constantly open that's my visualization yeah every day I'm visualizing doors are opening and it's the truth Uh doors are opening um things are happening and um it's just a part of the process and the journey so I'm getting to the top of the mountain but it is the reality of it is a lot of grassroots organizations especially these smaller ones we still have to apply for grants with larger organizations that have been established Everybody got to start from somewhere, but I'm just a little engine that could, you know. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times I'm competing against organizations that have a lot more. Mm -hmm. So um, I have to be creative. I I really am grateful for the community that have supported me in this organization. It's not my organization. It's a community organization. Mm -hmm. And I have stretched the crap out of some money. You hear me? Ooh. (laughs) Like you to learn how to really stretch that Listen, out. I have learned how to stretch. Mm. <laughs> you are making it happen though. I mean, like when I see the different schools that you're in and the work that you're doing, like these young ladies are going to leave this program and have a whole business. Yeah. So like that right there within itself, because I feel like when you go away to college, it's, hard enough that you have to focus on one I'm on my own now (laughs) and then figuring out how to do what I need to do to make sure that my grades are what they are I graduate when I'm supposed to and then piling on the fact that you may have to work and things like that but if you go into college already a business owner like you're making money in your sleep basically because that's the goal Or you even just knowing how to take care of yourself. I think entrepreneurship is the hook for Stiletto Boss University, but the reality of it is let's let's become whole women first. I think we get so caught up into, oh, I need to have a man, or oh, I need to find me this person to pay this, that, and the other. And let's teach women to learn how to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. holy. You know, I know some women that have never like paid a bill or it's always been a 50 50 split or whatever and yeah. it's not big at them you know i can't oh i cannot wait I for my husband to come to pay <laughs> let me tell you because i don't put my money i don't put my dues in okay but i can't wait to go half on something okay that but, right there let's go half of these bills. and we go have i cannot wait don't get don't get the message twisted i can't wait when the good Lord sends him, but in the meantime, in between time, in this season of not just singleness, but in this season of becoming a complete Jania, mm-hmm. I have been able to say I've paid off 
you know, my one of my my smallest student loans. I've paid off a car. You know, I've I've generated my own money using my own talents and resources, mm-hmm. and haven't had to depend on nobody but God. Yeah. And nobody can take this season away from me. Like wow. from here on now, I will always know. I know how to have food, clothing, and shelter. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's what we want for like for my kids. Like they're gonna be going away to school. I want them to be able to know how to feed themselves, clothe themselves, yeah. and have shelter. Because I'm not always gonna be here. So I think that those type of uh, characteristics and traits and, and those tools that you're pouring into these young women, like it's, it's needed, it's necessary. Right, 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 right. And it's just, I mean, it's just a conf- it's, it's empowering. It's like, yeah. Now, when I pay, like in the past, when I was younger, it's like, oh God, I got to pay bills. And now, when I pay bills, I'd be like, oh God, thank you mm-hmm. for the opportunity to pay it. Yeah. You know, that I have it. And that I'm that I'm living in a nice decent place that you know mm-hmm. I have a nice decent car you know that I have these things mm-hmm. and, I don't know it's just I just I just want to inspire decent people we spend yeah. too much time talking about the negative or mm-hmm. judging people or pulling out their insecurities and all that stuff can mm-hmm. we just look at the decency of people yeah you know can we just focus on that and and uplift people and it's not just young girls I'm not trying to leave any young man behind but that's that's where God has me right now he's like you need mm-hmm. to empower young girls you know yeah that's just where I'm at it's phenomenal it really is and like People see, you know, as it evolves and as it grows, but they don't often see where it starts, like the struggles, the long nights. And so let's talk about a little bit of how that faith got you your first start, like your first event. And it was all because of God. Oh, yeah. So my very first event was um, it was a kickball tournament. I still have this kickball tournament. It's on the sixth year this year. It'll be probably September of 2019. But in January of probably 2013, maybe, I remember having this dream of people playing kickball and raising money. And it just kept being a reoccurring dream. Um, for like a week and I remember every time I would get up I would write down you know details about the dream because I always keep some notepad on my bed with me Mm -hmm. and um, I remember writing down details about the dream so then that following week I was like oh well let me see how to make this happen so I started looking up park and wrecks and I was getting prices and stuff and I was like oh my god like how am I how does this happen I got no extra money like I can't I was like I can't but I kept having a dream so then I was like okay I hear you guys you want me to do this particular project for whatever reason I have no clue but I'm in my stage of obedience Mm -hmm. and um I remember at that time I was doing a lot of work with Elevation Church and at that time Elevation Church was at the YMCA in the university area Mm -hmm. and I was like oh well let me just reach out to no before that, I ended up seeing a guy I went to college with named Rossis, who's a DJ. Shout out to Rossis, he's fire. He has an amazing DJ company, but he worked at the Y at that time. And I ended up seeing him because I volunteered at this local nonprofit that's at the Y called Miracle League. So I was like, oh my God, I hadn't seen him in years. And we connected because I was volunteering. And Miracle League, just a side note, is for special need kids, teaching mm-hmm. them or giving them the chance to play baseball. 
And okay. we all know with special need kids, they'll tell you can't do but so much. But it's awesome to go out there and be partnered with someone who has special needs and helping them to play baseball on mm-hmm. this field. So I remember seeing Rossi's happy to see him. And then I remember thinking like, oh, my God, I could do it at the Y. So I connected with Rossi's and Rossi's connected me with the people that I need to talk to. And they were like, all right, we want to hear what your ideas. And I was like, okay. So I put together a proposal. I made a fake logo, not a fake logo, but I made a logo off of using Google images. I took one image and then typed in paint, you know, philanthropy circle 365 and made that like sure. And I typed up this whole proposal. I was like, I'm not going in there slipping. And I remember buying the website domain, but I only had a blog spot because that was free. And my website domain was only a dollar because I knew you could Google websites for a dollar. <laughs> so then I went to YouTube and then I was like, how do you make your Google, instead of it saying blog spot, like how do you make your like Google domain, you know, the domain. So I did all of that. Go into the meeting with the Y. I pitched them the idea and it was like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, all right, so how much would y'all charge me? for the field and they was like charge you we'll let you do it for free and i'm like what now the field looks exactly how the dream like if you ever see this field it is beautiful it is, mm-hmm. it is so beautiful so that was one hump i was like okay god okay cool so started making fly well actually at that time rossis i think he did something with graphics so he was he was going to make the flyer I made the Eventbrite link. I organized stuff. Now, I've never had a tournament before, so those brackets, oh, all the way, whatever. So I'm like, oh, my God, I got to get this amount, you know, pitching, trying to do all this stuff, get people to sign up. And then I remember I was having a meeting, a leadership meeting at Elevation, and I met this guy named Tom, and I was telling Tom what I was doing and, you know, just really excited about it. And I was like, I'm still looking for sponsors, but this is for the Miracle League. And... He was like, okay, cool. He's like, what else do you do for your volunteer projects? And I was doing something at Samaritan's house. So me and Tom, we um, met at a Target with his son and he bought like all these groceries for me to take to Samaritan's house to cook food. But what I didn't know is, is that he had sent a thousand dollar sponsorship check to the YMCA. And it was a time where I was in the room. I I was in my office and I was like, oh my God, because I was still working corporate. I was working from home. And Mm -hmm. I was like, how am I going to have this kickball tournament? Because one, nobody had signed up. Two, I didn't have any money. And I was like, oh my God, how am I going to have this kickball tournament? I'm going to have to cancel it. And um, I remember immediately as I thought, saw that and stressing out, I get a call from the YMCA and it's like, we got a check here for a thousand dollars. And I'm like, what? And they tell me who it was from. And I just like kind of just burst out crying or whatever. Oh, wow. And so we ended up having a kickball tournament. I think we maybe had four teams. We ended up raising over like $2,000, which supported about maybe three to four teams for Miracle League. So parents didn't have to worry about paying that fee. Mm. And it was just amazing. And then maybe a year or two after that, I I always kept in touch with Tom, but for some reason I had realized he wasn't responding back Mm -hmm. and something, one particular day I was working on a project with um, another friend of mine who has a nonprofit called Glitter Print. Her name's Jennifer. I was working on um, her gala that she was having um, and something made me look up his name and I found out that he had passed away. 
Mm. And I was so hurt. Like I was just so emotional because I was like, without this man, I would, I probably would have just gave up. And it just confirmed how God sends angels and how when God wants you to do something, it's abundant. You know, you Mm -hmm. just have to do the work. And from that moment on, it's been so many little stories like that. Like if I ever Mm -hmm. feel like giving up, it'll be like, "Mm, no, you're not, not today. You ain't gonna give up today. (laughs) So that was like the, the kickoff. So to think that we're going into our sixth year, to think that over the last six years, we've probably given the why collectively are probably $10,000 maybe. I haven't even done the math, but that's like a signature event. You know, Mm -hmm. we have food trucks, we have people come out and play. Last year I was able to, with, with people that donated, um, Mm -hmm. was able not to just give the winner a donation towards the charity of their choice, but we also gave a church a donation. And it's just been like, wow, you know, like, to think it's in its sixth year, you know, it's just amazing. And it's always a fun event. We always have a good time. So, but that's how, that's how the beginning of me, like, oh, okay, well, let's do this. It kind of turns like, oh, how did I turn into an event planner? But you know, whatever. <laughs> but see, you said something early on, you talked about obedience. Like, so just think if you had not been obedient, like, oh, it's just a dream and I'm gonna keep going, living my life and not been obedient to it then we wouldn't have all of the things that came out of that very first event. Right. Cause so much has happened. <laughs> My life has completely changed. Yeah. So um, much. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It's funny though, even though <laughs> social media is not working right now, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's how I connected with you on social media. I think I saw another young lady's post who had passed over um, with Delta Sigma Theta and so then you know how Facebook prefers all these other people <laughs> that you may know and yeah. that's how I came across your profile and now I just see you all over at events and everything <laughs> and people I was like Jania you everywhere I'd be like y'all I'd be working like I'd be like either I'm connected to the event or I'm passing through like literally mm-hmm. I was at an event last week um, I can't even remember who event it was and I was like I was like, because I'm out, let me show up and support. But I had to leave because I had to go to something for United mm-hmm. Way. So it was just like, most of the time, I, I am working a lot, especially these days. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm figuring out how to balance and definitely saying no and sitting my little black tail down. <laughs> it's hard, though, especially with what you're doing and the, the goals that you have for it. Because you can't just sit behind a computer. You know, you got to get out there. You have to talk to people. You have to network because you, you, you're trying to grow your um, organization. So it's see, a necessary I would rather step. just sit behind. <laughs> well, no, right. I, well, that's been the easy part. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, I'm such a, I'm such an observer and mm-hmm. I know how I want my organization. I, the vision that God has given me, it shows me very clearly how the organization is supposed to look. So Mm -hmm. right now at this time, um, program infrastructure is important to me. So Mm -hmm. yes, you won't see me going here. You won't see me at that gala. You won't see me at a lot of things unless Mm -hmm. I'm working because I would rather spend that time building out my program and building systems and and really thinking along those lines. And once it's running like a a smooth engine, then you'll see me come out of, you know, hibernation. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's my focus right now because... I feel like I'm about 
70% there to how I want it to look. And I'm just trying mm-hmm. to get that other, you know, couple of percent, 30% to, you know, get what I needed to look like. Yeah. How were you able to bring on the other team members to like help you with Stiletto Boss University that's oh, pouring to the other young ladies? Let me tell you about my little, my people. I call them my people, but they're called chapter ambassadors and, you know, just another God aligned story. Like I was, mm-hmm. I was doing work and I still do work in the Grill Heights community with the girls there. But um, a friend of mine, me and Brandy have known each other. Brandy Fox have known each other for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, we were connected because I do a um, women's entrepreneurship type of program mm-hmm. that basically creates mastermind for women. But that program used to give have a pitch competition and we would give out a thousand dollars to help a woman start her business. Oh, wow. And that pretty much was birthed from when I started my first business in 2008. I was probably like 25 or something, but that was my first time ever seeing an entrepreneur, 25, mm-hmm. 26. And so I was like, why is it so hard to find information or to find people that look like me Uh that have been in this place? So I ended up creating kind of like that support group. And Mm -hmm. that was created in 2013. Um, But created that. And then Brandy, which was our first time doing a pitch competition, and Brandy was the one who won. And Brandy has her business, Pamper Us Mobile. And Brandy has taken off since then. But Brandy, um, I think she came... And taught one of the classes for Stiletto Boss. Yeah, for Stiletto Boss. And um, I remember her hitting me up. And she was like, Jania, I want to do this at West Charlotte. And both of us are West Charlotte High School alumni. And Mm -hmm. I was like, hmm. I hadn't even thought that. I knew I wanted the program to be national. And we're not national yet. But I knew I wanted to grow to a national. I wanted to grow to. It will grow to a national. Let me correct my language. It will. It will (laughs) grow to a national level that has always been the vision and the goal. But when she said it to me, I was like, oh my gosh, this is brilliant. I was like, we can't do this. So my logistical mind worked it out. And then she had a contact with um, someone from CIS. And then it just kind of just, Corey, um, I call him Corey Cameron, but Corey, (laughs) (laughs) It just like we met with Corey, like this is how it goes, this is what I need, blah 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 blah. And it was kind of like, okay, this is how I look at it as a franchise. So mm. Brandy has been leading that chapter ever since. And then the same thing happened the following year. I had Ebony. Ebony is an alumni of Harding, mm-hmm. Ebony Frazier, and she was like, Oh my God, this I want to take this to Harding. And I was like, Well, that's kind of full circle because I really our pilot session started at Harding University High School. So oh, she was like, I would love she came in shadowed. Um And I think what has been great about Ebony and Brandy is that instead of them going off to create their own thing, they was Mm -hmm. like, let me join forces with something that's already created. Yeah. Be a part of the team. And and that's collaboration to me. Uh And a lot Mm -hmm. of times, I know we all can't collaborate all the time, but if we try to collaborate, like nothing that I do with Stiletto Boss University is on my own. Right with somebody and when you collaborate with the right people that's when magic happens yes and that's what I look for we're teaching these young girls how to collaborate and how to see people and do things and be great Mm -hmm. so that's how that happened and then 
everything uh, my other chapter ambassador jessica she um was referred by ebony and mm-hmm. then jessica is running the cochran chapter and then we have um we just signed another chapter to launch for this upcoming year mm-hmm. and, and right now one way that i my theory of change which is a way of how i measure impact is to actually have girls that have participated with Stiletto Boss University to come back to the program and actually be chapter ambassadors or teachers. Oh, yeah. So right now, one of the my girls has been with me since the ninth grade. Her name is Savannah. She is fa- the facilitator and chapter ambassador for um, an after-school program um, called Bulldogs Matter. So she's uh-huh. going to be doing that for the next six weeks. So it was just amazing. I'm like, oh my God, like I've been, you've been with me since the ninth grade and now you're turning around and you're pouring into people younger than you. And that's the point. You know, yeah. that's how life, that's how we evolve. Okay. Every generation has somewhat, someone from a generation before us and before them have poured back into us so we could mm-hmm. pour into other people. So that's how it has organically happened. Um, since then, I know that I have to, I have strategies. So if people want to be chapter ambassadors, they have to fill out an inquiry and I still have to use mm-hmm. the term in and do interviews, you know, and stuff like that for it to grow. But that's how it has organically happened, which has been amazing because I'm able to like test it and see what works, what doesn't work, you know. Yeah. Um, they're able to give me real great feedback about what's going on. So I'm able to streamline things a lot better. That is awesome that people have just like, well, and I ain't even going to say come out, came out of nowhere because they were sent to you for this purpose, and which is why I understand why you have to do an intake form because you want to align the right people mm-hmm. to pour into these young women. So I completely get that part. Mm-hmm. That, that is amazing because, like you said, the children, like the whole collaboration piece, I feel like now in this day and age, more women are learning that word. More women are learning how to work with one another because like you can do so much by yourself, but together, yeah. oh my gosh. And it's it's a good feeling to see so many people, so many women collaborating with each other because now you've got all these people that, you know, I didn't even know that you could do that. You could do that coming out of their shells and just really making an impact. Yeah, and I think also, like, I'm not great at everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. let's be clear. But if you can collaborate with someone and, and be smart about it, you know, mm-hmm. if legal contracts do need to be signed, you know, mm-hmm. all my chapter ambassadors, they know there's a legal contract, you know, there's mm-hmm. a confidentiality, there's an NDA, like, yeah. it's a business. Um, but at the same time, they know exactly what I need from them. Yeah. You know, this is what I need from you guys. If you can do the following things, we're good. Like, and, mm-hmm. and knowing how to stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. That helps out a lot, too. Some people be switching over lanes and then be getting mad. <laughs> I'll be like, what? But that went which we agreed for you to do. You weren't supposed to do that. <laughs> you supposed to switch the lane, sis. You supposed to just keep driving straight. <laughs> now you in my blind spot. Like, I'm confused. How you in my blind spot and, and I'm focusing on what I'm supposed to do. So, it is you do have to think a lot about it but if people just realize the magic man i've seen i've had magical things happen and some of those magical things have not even been like disclosed you know Mm -hmm. you wouldn't even know who was behind the scenes making that thing happen so collaborate people do you think for um most entrepreneurs it's hard to do that letting go part 
like knowing, look, I cannot do all of this. I need other people who are experts in their own right to do this, these other pieces. Well, I think, well, no, not even I think. I know in the beginning <laughs> of entrepreneurship, your butt is doing everything. You're the accountant, you're the graphic designer, you're the website developer, you you marketing, you are all things because yeah. you're starting out. So you kind of like, and I think you have to be that way to some position because I know how to run my business. Mm -hmm. So before I delegate it to somebody else, that's an expert. I need to have some type of knowledge about my business. Mm -hmm. I need to understand what a profit and loss statement is. Mm -hmm. Yes. Can I pay an accountant to do my bookkeeping? Absolutely. But I need to be so in tune with how to do the numbers. So we can have a clear conversation. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, you know, with flyers, I'm not a graphic designer, but I sure do use Canva. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but now, you know, like I'm, I have someone that can do my graphics, you know, because mm-hmm. that's something I can delegate. But in the beginning, a lot of it was, okay, I'm doing a lot of this. I'm a one woman show. Mm-hmm. And now that I have grown and I have made some money to where I feel Sometimes I feel comfortable and sometimes I don't. But like the best hire that I made this year was a virtual assistant. Ooh, I be wanting to get that girl a hug and she don't even live here. I'd be like, oh my God. Like, cause I'm able to delegate stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm able yeah. to delegate things because for a while I was such a one woman show. Mm-hmm. You, you know, when you start getting into year two and year three, like I'm going into year three of working on my own you know, the work does start to pile up. People starting to see what you do and people starting to reach out to you about different things. Mm-hmm. So as you gradually grow, yeah, you, you're going to have, you're going to need help. Um, mm-hmm. And not help in the sense of, oh, let me hire somebody full time. No, contract somebody out, you know, yeah. contract somebody to your graphics. You don't need gra- a full-time graphic designer. Yeah. You just need to pay somebody like three, four hours to make you a couple of flyers for whatever you got going on. Yeah. And that, that builds your team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, definitely have a bookkeeping. But if you don't have bookkeeping, if you don't spend some money on some QuickBooks or FreshBooks right. or whatever, a Wave or whatever you need to use or or take a class. There's so many CPCC Small Business Center. There mm-hmm. be free classes. Go take you a class. Go get you a template mm-hmm. and go plug in your numbers. You know what I'm saying? And see, and see what you're making. And then once you get to a level of bookkeeping, after you make a certain amount per year, then hire you a bookkeeper and relinquish that. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's it's a learn how to run your business. Yeah. Because if you don't, your business start running you and then you'd be like, well, who business was in the beginning? <laughs> right. Then you kind of lose that drive. But you start yeah. to resent your business. You start to resent what you're doing because mm-hmm. you're working for it. And I think that's something that we all learn those that are truly being full-time entrepreneurs or mm-hmm. even if you're just doing it as a side hustle you learn it that okay i'm working in my business or i'm working for my business mm-hmm. and it's like i need to understand the difference am i working for or am i working in yeah because one is not going to lead you to where you want it to be that is true statement that is a true statement so all I could know so i hope y'all listening <laughs> like you just laid down so much in my head, I was like, oh, yep, that's it. That's right. <laughs> 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 but 
But yeah, I mean, it's all very, very true statements. I think that's one of the reasons why I love doing this show so much because people get an opportunity to learn from people who have done it, who are currently doing it. Like, you can't learn from someone who's not been in that place. So, mm-hmm. and definitely. So, what is next to come for you? Oh, God. Mm. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. I, I think it's a, it's a lot in store. It's a mm-hmm. lot of. Um, you know, growing Stiletto Bosch University. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely have a goal to get it up to 10 chapters and to think mm-hmm. that we have six. Um, oh, gosh, yeah. It's like, oh, okay then. Um, I'm definitely launching something new with Stiletto Bosch University that will be coming out um, soon. Uh-huh. Um, so soon, meaning like in a couple of months, but, you know, God, it's going to happen. But. Mm-hmm the process of it all um but just continuing to grow continuing to to get smarter to get wiser to be whole spiritually emotionally mm-hmm. um socially you know I can't wait to get back to traveling um mm-hmm. that's one thing I do miss I don't travel as much mm-hmm. um, I can't wait to be debt free you know that's next to yeah. rising because I'm claiming that yeah. Um, I can't wait to work on more community projects. I'm working on mm-hmm. a really cool project right now in a community here in Charlotte and I'm loving the direction that it's going and I do see a lot of um, space and opportunity for it to take my career in a different direction when it comes through doing real work in the community. Mm-hmm. And when I say real work, meaning like finding real solutions. Mm-hmm. I think a mm-hmm. lot of time we get so caught up into what we think people need in the community when Mm -hmm. the reality of it is they're telling you exactly what they need. We're just trying to deter them differently. Mm -hmm. An example of would be like, we always want to stuff farmer's markets or we want to stuff healthy food down people's throats. Mm -hmm. Now, yes, we all should be vegan, Mm -hmm. but is that the reality? No. No. And the reality of it is some communities that have food deserts, they may just want a McDonald's because they're looking at McDonald's as a source of job security. Mm-hmm. They're not looking at it. Oh, they're looking at it. Oh, I, I'm going to get food. But they're like, oh, if you bring a McDonald's in my neighborhood, that's going to be a job for me. It's mm-hmm. not that they're against having fresh fruits and vegetables, but if people have to choose between eating and living, what you right. think they going to choose? Yeah. Those are two hard things. So I think um, really getting to the core Mm-hmm. And not forcing change on people, like growing with them to the change. And I've I've been a part of some projects that I'm just like, wow, like mm-hmm. this is just a piece of something that, that God is exposing me to that I can see myself doing more consulting on in this level, which is a different space. So I'm looking forward to that and I'm looking forward to love and looking forward mm-hmm. to more happiness and more peace and more joy and definitely more twerking. I'm looking forward to <laughs> to all of it. To definitely all of it. All, it's about to pop off. Well, it's already popping off, you know. It is. It is. It's starting out to be a real good year. This year starting off good. Real strong year. I can't wait to when I start having being able to take summers off. You know, like just take mm-hmm. the summer, like a teacher. Just take the summer off. Right. Yeah. I'm shutting it down for the summer. Go live somewhere for three months and come back. You know, just pack up and roll. My friend Keisha would very much so appreciate that comment. 
Very much so. So what do you think is the probably the easiest way for someone who has never really volunteered but wants to do more in their community? What's the probably the easiest way that they can get started? Um, I would say step one is is identifying what like how you want to serve. And mm-hmm. when I say that, like or do you want to advocate for something? Are you youth? Do you want to do stuff with youth? Do you want to do stuff with homeless? Like, is there a certain area that just tugs your heartstrings first? Mm-hmm. And like really get down to the core of why. Because I think when you get to the core of why, like my why has always been young girls. And it's just because of my upbringing and because of things I wish I would have known when I was a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily saying I'm talking to all the youth because all the youth, I don't talk to all the youth because mm-hmm. every kid ain't for me. Just like I ain't for every kid or every person. <laughs> Some of these kids too far grown, you know, I'd be like, where are they at? You know, they off in the wind somewhere. Them mm-hmm. ain't, them ain't for me. <laughs> but I think you have to get clear about who you want to serve and how, mm-hmm. you know, and once you do that, then you can start doing research to say, okay, well, who helps the homeless or who helps the elderly or or thinking even if you want to help the elderly, like just going to a nursing home and playing bingo or, you know, just sitting with people, you know what I'm saying? That that is serving to Mm -hmm. the highest capacity because y'all would not believe I used to do work in a nursing home when I was getting my CNA back in high school and Mm -hmm. y'all wouldn't believe how people don't come see their family in the nursing home. Very you true. Know, they just sitting there by themselves and they just want somebody to talk to and keep them company. Mm-hmm. And doing something simple like that for an hour, it means a world of difference. So that's what I would say. Like, really get to the core of why you want to do it because that will sustain you to keep volunteering and keep committing. That's awesome because that really just, you just made, really made me think on something. Like, I really have always had this desire to work with. Um, children aging out of foster care not because I necessarily was in foster care or anything like that but it was so ironic that just a few short years ago I found out that I was adopted so it's like it was there and I didn't know why that was there but it's probably something far much different wow yeah when you found out that you were adopted did you ask why did it take them so long to tell you well, I found out in probably the worst way. Um, both of my parents were already deceased. And um, because of money, um, I found out from another family member. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Yeah, it, I found out in the worst way. Um, and then it was too late. Like, I couldn't really go to my mom and dad and say, hey, X, Y, Z, you know, ask any questions because they were already gone. So have you ever tried to turn the interview on you? <laughs> Well, you know, we're supposed to be transparent on these things, so hey. I'm like, wow, no, I mean, but that, again, that that proves my point. Something Mm -hmm. that was innate in you that you didn't even know, it Mm -hmm. triggered, like, this is who I want to serve and who I want to help, and Mm -hmm. now your story, you know, if you have been helping those type of, you know, people in foster homes, it's, like, going to resonate, because you can, say, I still don't even know who my biological parents are, you know. Right. And the journey of if you even want to find out who they are. And I do. I really do. Not just necessarily because I want to take anything from my, away from my parents because they were amazing. But mainly because, you know, I can have siblings. I grew up as an only child, you know. And 
and then I'm getting older and there are, you know, things going on with my body that <laughs> what's going on, you know? Yeah. I need to know my medical history. So for those kind of reasons, I would want to know. Yeah. I feel like I would want to. Yeah. I feel like I want to know everything. <laughs> like, what, what happened? Like, tell me what, what really happened, you know? You know, I tried it. <laughs> Look, that's a, that's a whole other topic, talking about those family secrets that we bury. Everybody had that family secret on lockdown, and they oh, still do. Wow. Like, I don't even know the real ins and outs of everything, because it's still on lockdown. Right, 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 right. So, yeah. Hmm. But, <laughs> how can a young lady be a part of Stiletto Boss University? So she can, right now we're in, in Greer Heights community. We meet at the community center on Thursdays. We're at Harding University High School, West Charlotte, and we're at Cochrane Collegiate Academy. We will be doing a chapter in Boresville, but one of the new projects that I'm working on, <coughs> that I'm working on now is to be able to offer Stiletto Boss University for anybody. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so it will be called SBU headquarters and that will mm-hmm. be launching in August of 2019 so that will oh, be wow. information that will be released I guess I just gave an exclusive you kind of gave it a scoop <laughs> new, new stuff new stuff you know spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> right but the plan is it will be opened up to any girl that wants to learn entrepreneurship Mm-hmm. And it will be something that will be an affordable fee, and mm-hmm. I will be taking up to fifty girls. Oh wow! So, um, more information about that to come in the coming months. Um, tentative launch date will probably be August or September. Okay. Um, but it has been in the works for a while. It just has not been released yet. Well, so, this year. Get to see it all come Yes, I'm excited about that. That's gonna be some good stuff right there. Some good yeah. stuff. <laughs> so people, once it um releases, people will just have um, I release like a waiting list or mm-hmm. application list, and people have to apply, and then they'll have like an interest meeting, see mm-hmm. what the program is all about, how to set up an onboarding, and then we'll be ready to go. Awesome, I love it. Well, how can our listeners connect with you? Oh, gosh. So for my personal Instagram, I'm on my name is Dear Jania. So you can always connect to me there. Um, you will probably see me doing karaoke in the car or because I'm always in the freaking car. Right. Drinking clean juice because I always drink clean. I'm to the point when I go to my clean juice, they're like, hey, Jania, how you doing? It's so funny. Drinking clean juice and just living my best life and, you know, twerk team captain. Um, or you can go to Stiletto Boss University on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, same thing with PC Group 365 on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you want to be a part of the network with women entrepreneurs, you can go to Women Entree 2. Um, that's mm-hmm. on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And I'm glad that you brought that up because I did not know about that. And I probably would have reached out to you about that. 
You know, we've been doing this since 2013, and it's kind of been, we still do it. We have some classes coming up in April, April, May, June, and September. Mm-hmm. We have some classes coming up, but we've kind of just built our own little network. And mm-hmm. honestly, I just haven't had the capacity to really like promote it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of have our own little Facebook page and I'll keep up and check in and stuff like that. So it's kind of went to word of mouth, but it is still going. Um, awesome. The ladies that are, have been a part of it, you know, have grown so much and I'm just happy to be able to be a vessel for them to show how great they are and mm-hmm. um, share, you know, get, we talk a lot about fear and getting out of our own way. So it's always mm-hmm. good to like reconnect with them. So, yeah. We do that too. That's great. That is awesome. I thank you because I know how long your days get. (laughs) So I thank you. Y'all can only see me right now. I'm looking like a lion (laughs) in the bed. I'm laid stretched out, but (laughs) I am always honored and humble. I don't do a lot of podcasts, but I really like what you're doing. And I don't do a lot of well, I do panels, but I did one last week, but I didn't even promote it. Uh, uh, no, you didn't. It was good. <laughs> it was good, but I didn't promote it. But I um, am grateful. I'm honored to be one of your many guests and um, happy to have been a part of Shift the Plan because you got to shift it, honey. Pivot, shift, move. Yes, you do. Yes, you absolutely do. So before we end, we're going to do a little session. It's a series of five questions um, called Time Capsule. And so we just want to have something that people can come back to and really, you know, hold true to. So question number one, mm-hmm. what would you tell your younger self? Girl. <laughs> it always got to start with a girl. Girl. wrote a letter to my younger self let me find it oh that's what's up i'm gonna give y'all another exclusive <laughs> let me find it i think it's in my drafts hold up i can't do it hold up one second i was actually so i do work at the jail at, um, for women inmates mm-hmm. and we had an assignment about writing a letter to your younger self Wow. And I, it was like a couple of months ago and Mm -hmm. I remember writing this and I always kept it in my drafts so I can go back and reflect upon it. But, um, let me see if I can pull it up while we're on this call. Here's what I wrote. I said, dear Jania, when you read this, I hope you know that you are loved and appreciated. I want you to know that you can do anything you put your mind to and don't let anybody tell you anything different. You will experience things that will hurt you, but each obstacle you encounter will help you grow as an individual. It will build your strength, test your integrity, and make you a whole woman with purpose and determination. Follow your instinct and go against the grain of what the crowd is doing. Speak up with confidence and pride. Enjoy every moment like it's your last. Hug people extremely Mm -hmm. tight. No is a complete sentence. Try not to worry about things you cannot control. Be kind to people regardless if they are kind to you. Do all the things that make you happy and never stop dancing. Be open to seeing the world in this unique, special way. Take deep breaths when you are scared and run towards the goal like you're winning the gold medal. 
Keep your morals in front and center. Forgive quick and remain in the present moment. Wow. Ooh. Are you publishing this, ma'am? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just wrote it and I was like, huh. Oh. Mm -hmm. And then I'll go back and read it. And then, oh, wow. So I, that's my first time like reading it to somebody. But yeah, that was my, um. that's what I wrote during that. I was like, oh, I'm going to write this letter with you guys, you know. So that's I, I love that. I absolutely love that. I think that that should be a challenge. Yes, I think everybody should. I don't, you honestly, just being transparent, I write a lot of, every year, um, for the last couple of years, my aunt gives me journals, and she signs mm -hmm. it, her name, Aunt Beverly, in the year, and every year I use that journal to reflect upon that year, mm -hmm. so this year's journal, and they're all faith-based journals, so this mm -hmm. year I write a love letter to myself every year. Oh, I love that. So, I and I go that. back and reflect on it. But also, I, I'm a, I'm a thank you no. I'm a, lo mm -hmm. I love when people write things to me. So, a mm -hmm. lot of people have written things to me that have been extremely special and melded to me, and I keep everything. Mm -hmm. So I just look in my box of stuff. But yeah, I love that. That was beautiful. Um, question number two. <laughs> I know. It's question number one. Okay. <laughs> What keeps you sane throughout your journey? Mm, knowing that it's greater than me. Mm, you I know, I don't put, I think, I think sometimes people put themselves on a pedestal and not that you shouldn't, but mm -hmm. I think that people have to realize that things you go through, is, it has nothing to do with you personally. It has something mm -hmm. to do with what you're trying to get to. Yeah. And I think, I know I realized that very suddenly when, after I read the book called The Four Agreements, Mm -hmm. um which is an amazing book if nobody has read it on this podcast like read it the four agreements by muel Miguel ruiz and mm -hmm. it just breaks everything down and everything is like bigger than you i think everything that i do is, is about legacy mm -hmm. you know so things are it. like it ain't like i ain't i ain't that serious i ain't that big i ain't that important like stuff that happened be like girl bye yeah you know. It's tomorrow. This is a brand new day. So yeah, it is what it is. Um, what are tools that you use that help you throughout your journey? Oh God. So lately, I have been on. When it comes to my phone, of course, all my freaking calendars because I have a lot. <laughs> um, but I have been using this app called Think Up, and you can record yeah. your affirmations. Mm -hmm. so you can record up to five for free and if you want to record more you can but I record five affirmations um one about relationships career income spiritual and just anything that any goal that I have for that month and mm -hmm. I listen to it in the morning and I listen to it at night so like my alert just went off at 10 o'clock for me to listen to it so I'll mm -hmm. listen to it on repeat I just keep letting it go and it's me talking mm -hmm. to myself about my own aspirations so that has been something I implemented I can't go a day without reading a bible mm -hmm. um like bible app is the best thing that anybody has ever I don't know who this man I mean I know God gave him the idea but to have the bible on the go with you like that there ain't no reason why you can't be connected to God and yeah what else i think i think now is just more so having positive people around me yes 
That's key. Oh, God, yes, because I'm That's like, key. oh, you go crazy if you ain't got nobody positive around you. Yes. I know that side is special. So, yeah, <laughs> I know both sides. So, you have to have that positivity. Like, it makes you, the way that you think will be completely different when you have mm-hmm. positive people around you. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, question number four Who is a shift maker that is going under the radar that people need to know about? Oh, God, it's everybody. Everybody's <laughs> a shift maker. Everybody that's trying is a shift maker. Like, seriously, I think. Mm-hmm. We have so many people that don't try. Yeah. But when you have the ones that do, it's like, okay, girl, I'm trying to think of somebody. I don't know, because everybody I'm around, they like getting it. I'll be like, dang. Yeah, that's like a feeling though, isn't it? Yeah, I'm like, yes, sis, go ahead and be great. Like, yes, like I'm, woo. I'm with so many people, but I can't think of I don't know that's all you asked me this the last time and I'm like I don't I'm like everybody <laughs> one I ain't trying to get in trouble so everybody that I'm connected to I should think everybody that's out here trying whether I talk to you or not if you yes. out here doing something consistently waking up each day striving for the goal I don't care if you're working now I don't care if you're starting a business I don't care if you yes. I don't care what it is you a shift maker, so everybody, everybody fit in that category. That's I love I mean. that. That was awesome. that was awesome. I love it. I love that one. Everybody. <laughs> and number five, what are you most thankful for throughout your journey? Oh man, so much. Mm. <laughs> oh, I'm grateful for like my peace of mind. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm grateful my spiritual relationship with God. I'm grateful for friends and family. Um, I'm grateful for just like never giving up. Like I've always been ambitious. Mm-hmm. But I think in in this realm of my life, like I remember having so much fear, especially when leaving corporate and to see mm-hmm. that I'm still standing, even though I have, I do be tired. But I also, mm-hmm. like, I got to get better with taking my vitamins. You know, I kind of fell off. But to <laughs> to still be standing, like, I'm just like, oh, man, you know, nothing is impossible. Like, nothing. Oh, I love that. That last statement right there, nothing is impossible. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not impossible. All you have to do is just take that first step and try. You got to take the first step and try. And you got to just, I mean, people, the power of mindset. And I mean, you hear it every day. Mm-hmm. Every person that is successful says the same thing. And people are not saying it because it's a lie. Clearly, they're saying it because it's the truth. Yeah. Ain't nobody lying to you out here. It's, it's like, change your mindset. You change your mind. You know, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, nobody is lying. I don't know. And then I think now you have to look at the track record of people. Uh-huh. You know, it's one thing for me to tell you something this simple, but if you look at my journey and you, or if you know me personally and see how mm-hmm. hard that I work, it's like, okay, yeah, she is telling the truth. Mm-hmm. So, and that's anybody. I mean, look at Oprah. Look at, I mean, Oprah's my auntie, but still, look at all <laughs> the people that are out here getting it. And if you look yeah. at their track record, even when you would think that they have failed, they kept going. Even the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. Even look at Trump. 
kept going. He's still going. Like, hey, sir. Like, you you. <laughs> nothing has stopped you. And you, you know, people can say so much personal about you because I'm not going to make it about him. But this man is the president of the United States. This has nothing to do with his journey. No. I mean, clearly it is because he, he's now a president. But I'm saying it came so left field. And he was like, all I do is win. Okay. So what you going to do about it? So and that was so his mindset. And, yeah. And it happened. Well, well, we all had the mindset of DJ Khaled, Trump, or who Diddy, all all these people mm-hmm. that we can do it, we can win and, and define our own level of success because everybody, you know, I you know, I want to be financially wealthy, but that doesn't mean I necessarily want to be a billionaire. You know what right. I'm saying? Like if that mm-hmm. happens, I'll do what I need to do, but I just want to make sure I'm straight at all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so all of that, peace of mind, spiritual relationship, and just just proud of, I gotta be honest, I'm just proud of myself. You should be. You are doing some great things. Some great, great things. So you should be. There's nothing wrong with being proud of yourself. Right. And that's another thing. I want people, like, I had to be reminded, so I'm going to share the reminder with everybody. Like, a lot of times things have been happening, i kind of been like, oh, I don't want to share because, you know, I don't want to seem like I'm bragging. But I was reminded very quickly that you have to show off God's grace mm-hmm. and God's blessings in your life. He didn't mm-hmm. do it for it to be a secret. Mm-hmm. And um, I had to be reminded of that because I got so caught up into oh, you know, the frauds or people that are faking about Mm -hmm. what's really going on. And I'm like, no, I had a real true win. Mm -hmm. And even though I may not share everything, but you you can't deny God's blessings and you can't hide them. Yeah. So I was reminded, so I reminded everybody that's listening. Show your wins, Mm -hmm. okay? Like my friend Nicole said, she said, sing that song, okay? So yeah, I love it. Thank you, Jania. Again, I want you to get some rest, but <laughs> thank you for yes, I'm about to be knocked out, but <laughs> I'm like kicking my feet, like, ooh. Mm. Okay. Yes. Well, make sure that you guys subscribe so you do not miss any episodes of Shift the Plan podcast. And remember, it's not about what happens in your life. What matters is what you do within the shift. Thank you for listening to Shift the Plan podcast. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure that you are subscribed and that you rate this episode as well as leave a review. Let me know what you think as well as any questions you may have for the guests that was on the episode today. Now some exciting news. If you haven't already seen it on my uh, Shift the Plan podcast or my personal page, The Rhonda Evans, we are now a whole tribe, y'all. I know it has evolved from just me having the idea to starting the podcast to now wanting to connect with more individuals who are shift makers, those who are making an impact in different areas in the community and education, mental health, and just what that foundation of building families are. Um, And so I'm excited to announce that we are now an organization called Shift Maker Charlotte. So you can head on over to our Instagram page at shift.makers.clt and take a look at what we have going on. 
And you can also go directly to the website at shifttheplan.com backslash join the tribe.